I'm Rob Hansen. This is K-Rocks. And now here is Blast from the Past with Tom Reinhardt. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend comes, my cycle hums, ready to race to you. These days are all happy and free. These days are all share them with me. Goodbye, gray sky, hello, blue. There's nothing can hold me when I hold you. So right, you can't be wrong. Rocking and rolling all week long. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. Saturday, what a day. Oh, happy days. That's right. Today is Marion Ross Day. She's going to be calling in here in just a little bit. I'm kind of, if I sound excited, I am. I'm very much excited. Uh, That woman is just so amazing. Uh, A lot of people, you know her from happy days, of course. But I counted out 27 television shows that she was in prior to that. Um, You need to go Marion Ross and look up Wikipedia. You would just blow your mind. Everything from... Rawhide to the Lone Ranger to the Twilight Zone. She was just about, just almost all of them. I don't know even how she done them. She probably did them, well, she worked here in the morning there and went over there in the evening and did this show. I mean, it was just, there's just so many of them to just amaze you. I want to play this little click here while we're waiting for the call. This is about Pinky Tuscadero and what Henry Winkler, the Fonz, gets called on this. It's kind of funny, kind of cute. Some pictures of you with a lovely couple up there with the motorcycles. Thank you. We have an interview at WKZAZ later. Yeah, and then there's talk. a guy from Cannon Kiston Digest that wants to do a personal profile on you tonight. Excuse me, sir. Could I have just a picture of the pinkettes and pinky? And, uh, just for a minute. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, would you just start to me? There we go. And good. What's the matter, Cunningham? You're going to blow in my ear? <laughs> oh. No, Fonz. Is it all over? Yeah. I'm sorry. Why? I was a high school dropout. I almost became president. Well, do you want me to tell everybody? No, no, no. Go to party. Let them find out by themselves. Ralphie, Patsy, let's go. Let's go to that uh, party of yours. I love the National Geographic. All right. All right. right. Uh, Hey, uh, just a minute. Uh, I want to get some more pictures of you later, Mr. Tuscadero. That is not Mr. Tuscadero. That's the Fonz. Everybody dance. Come on, enjoy. Eat, drink. This is costing me a fortune. You shake the nervous and you rattle my brains. Too much love draws a man insane. You broke my will. What a freak. Look at this great, just great bowls of fire. I left the glove because I thought it was funny. You came 
along Move me, honey I changed my mind This love is fire Just reach, just reach Balls of fire I just thought that's just about as cute as can be Mr. Tuscadero calling the Fonz. My goodness. Anyway, we're going to do a commercial real quick here so we can kind of, I don't want to say get over with it, but just take care of it. Okay, here you go. In this world where everything seems to be going sideways, when you need things set straight, Zanna Coffee Straight Shot Espresso. Start your day with a bang. The best organic and GMO free coffee beans from around the world to amplify your senses and enhance love for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Zanna Coffee brings you happiness in every cup. Fair trade, certified, sustainable, organic coffee. That means we do not use slaves. Free Zanna songs with every coffee bag. Find Zanna Coffee at www.zannacoffee.com www.zannacoffee.com Don't be cheap. You deserve the best. Get Zanna Coffee at www.zannacoffee.com Yeah, I'm back. Anyway, I really like that an awful lot. I'm going to play another thing here. We're kind of waiting on Marion Ross. I'm really excited about this whole thing. I hope you are too because I've got a lot of questions to ask her. So, just listen to this one. This is really cool. Check this one out. This one here. Yeah? <laughs> How you doing out there? You want a new dance? I got a new dance, and it's going to be done by a friend of mine, soon to be a friend of yours. That's right, Leather Tuscadero, right now. Can I tell you something? Leather is being backed up by some more friends of mine. Band. <laughs> what dance is it going to be? It's, it's called, called Do the Fonzie. That's right. Here we go. One, two, one, two, three. Right, Susie Quantro, Leather Tuscadero. I'm sure you all knew that. Uh, I'm going to do another one here. This is really bad singing, but it's really cool because Fonzie sings in this one. Uh, Heartbreak, Heartbreak Hotel, believe it or not. Oh, 
Ladies and gentlemen, I'm very proud to introduce a courageous man, a quick healer, and a unique song stylist, the one, the only, the fun! Listen, I, I'm going to sing uh, uh, somebody's favorite. Uh, I hope it's your favorite. It ain't mine. <laughs> All right, Maestro, hit it. One, two. Uh, since my baby left me, uh, I found a new place to dwell. Uh, it's down on the end of Lonely Street. Uh, it's called Heartbreak Hotel. <laughs> I feel so lonely, baby. I feel so lonely. Uh, yeah, uh, listen, uh, the place is always crowded. Uh, but you can always find some room. Yeah, to cry there and tear there with your broken hearted. Oh, I feel so lonely, baby. He's dressed in black. Whoa! Yeah. I want to tell you that they've been there so long, they ain't never coming back. Whoa! Oh, God, they don't have Oh, I feel so lonely, baby. Beavers Exterminating, starring Anthony Leone, co-starring Your Home, which they will protect. Since 1979, Beavers Exterminating has been protecting homes from vermins in Bullhead City and surrounding areas. Pest control, termite control, bee and wax removal, odor control, and live scorpion removal. For more information on residential and commercial service, call 928-763-PEST. That's 928-763-7378. Why take a chance when you can leave it to Beavers? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Marion Roth. How are you? Hello. I'm fine, honey. In fact, I'm waiting for you to call. Oh, I know. Cleaning up the pool here. If you don't call, I'll get the whole pool done. No, no, no. Don't do that. That's for the help. Don't you have help, dear? I'll come down and help you. Oh, my God. I have everybody do it. Do everything. I know. Uh, but, you know, I'm such a practical person. I, I don't want to waste a minute. So yeah. where are you calling from? Well, well I'm actually, the, the station here is in Needles, California. You ever been through Needles? All right. 
I, yeah. well, I know where it is. Yeah. I know where it is. It's a kind of place you stay away from. It's uh, yeah, well, it's a, I think it's 106 today. Is that all it is right now? And I'm, and I'm being serious. You know, this is really a yes. thrill for me to talk to, and it's not just about happy days, although I think pretty much everybody in the world knows about happy days and you and your terrific television show family. I mean, that was just the best thing in the world that ever happened as far as I'm concerned. Well, we had a, we had a wonderful time together, I'll tell you, and we're all very, very good friends. Isn't oh. that nice? Are you still in yeah. contact with anybody? I, I know oh, very, a few of them have passed away. but so. Oh, very much so, especially Henry, you know, and, and Ron, and Donnie, and, and Anson. Mm-hmm. So every, everybody else is gone. Everybody else is gone. Well, they say they're in a better place, but I don't know. Maybe with this virus, maybe they are. But, uh, no, I, if you don't mind, I would like to talk about, of course, Happy Days. That's what everybody wants to hear about. But I'd like to talk to you a little bit about earlier than happy days if you don't mind um oh, I, I don't mind i thought you were going to talk about the the, the pan the pandemic well we, we'll talk about that. that how are you doing i mean are you are you well, faring I'm this very, pretty well i'm very well but i am staying home my mm-hmm. son in the morning brings me a green drink but i am very much by myself Oh and really? I'm I'm obeying all the rules. I'm well, obeying all the rules. Good for you, because half of them aren't. But is Jim there today with you? Oh no! no. When he he brings me a green drink in uh-huh. the morning, and then off he goes. Oh, yeah. And then he goes off to his life. Yeah, you know? he he has his own things to do. I I just I didn't discover him, but I just really discovered him that 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 was your son. I uh, didn't yeah, realize this right. until just the other day. Um, he he's an impressionist that is just beyond belief. Well, he's been always been a very, very talented little boy. Mm-hmm. I, I just he was my toy, you know, yeah. my toy. Yeah. yeah, I I was just I was just blown away because I didn't realize that he was your son. And I've been kind of paying attention to him a lot because uh, um, Rich Little, he was a friend of mine in the 60s and 70s. Uh-huh. And Mel Blank was my father's best friend that did all the Looney Tune uh, cartoon impressions and things so i really Uh loved all of that i kind of grew up with that and your son is just terrific so i just wanted to put in a word and a shout out to him okay but i i I really liked being a mother you know yeah Yeah. i'm sure i'm sure you do did you have you had one other child too didn't you yes and she she's a writer producer on friends forgive me she is you know and now she's creating a new show and it's a whole big western kind of a comedy and they got it started but now they're on hold you know yeah these there's my listeners so ellen, i'm sure her uh, name is ellen kramer ellen kramer spelled with a c or k with a k okay well i'm gonna look that up the minute i get home please do yes i, uh-huh. I, I have a high interest you know i was a concert promoter for 37 years in la and orange county and i booked for the whiskey a go-go for quite a few years there and uh, did a lot of things and and went down the studios, even saw you a couple of times down there, but mostly when I was younger for Leave It to Beaver and things like that. Down th- My dad knew everybody right. in Hollywood. Well, well you're, you're a total grown-up like me, huh? Uh, yeah. Not, not like me. I'm much older than you. I'm uh, not not yes. very much. I'm 75, and you're... Uh, oh, you're just a baby. Going I'm on 23. 91. Are you ni- That's what I'm I heard 91. you were 91. You sure don't sound I'm like 91. you're 91. Well, I, I, you're just a very young boy, honey. Yeah. yeah. 
that's lovely. Well, that's lovely. Well, the th- you know, the thing is, they, they tell me you're as old as you feel. And I just tell them right back that I'm 171 today. Because I am just wore out. But, you know, one, one of our paths may have crossed. I was really young. I am younger than you, yes. But I think I was maybe yes. 12 or so. But Clayton Moore was a real good friend of my father's. And I understand you did the Lone Ranger with him. Can you tell me a little bit about that? I I did, uh, and in fact, I feel like I like I did another one recently. But I think it was a a, a program about him. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it was it was it was I was such a I was such a fair damsel. You know, yeah, so lovely. And they, here's a bunch of guys yeah. playing poker sitting around playing poker mm-hmm. and so i i just felt like a total alien he but the lone ranger himself was lovely to me yeah. but the other guys this is a bunch of cowboys yeah, you know? but, so it was it was an amazing amazing yeah experience. i'll bet it was i even understood that you married uh captain steubing i did on the love boat uh, they called me up our writers from Happy Days went over when Happy Days was over. Mm-hmm. They all went over to work on the love boat, and they called me up and they said, "We want you to come and marry the captain." I said, "Oh, you do? That's a great idea. I would love to do that because I, I had played, uh, I had worked with Gavin before, so I knew him, yeah. and we just got along so great. We got along. In fact, we're very, very good friends. Isn't that nice? Yes, it is. And you know what you did to me today. I had to go back, and I actually I had a lot of them because I'm a movie and television buff, but mostly 50s, 60s sitcoms. Okay, that's my, and I know a lot about the the odd different shows and things like that. So I knew a few that you were in and stuff, but so many of them I was just so amazed. There's like 30 or 40 of them. How did you do all of this? I. I'm such a serious actress. First of all, I'm a serious actress. Oh, I know that. You didn't ah, do anything comedic to Happy Days, did you? No, I, I no, I didn't. That was not my métier, you know. <clears throat> and uh, try, having to fit in the best I could there was was a good challenge for me, okay. you know. Yeah. So, and but Ron Howard was so wonderful with me. He patient patient he would just whisper to me things you know and keep, keep me going yeah so that i wouldn't get it. i'll bet he did so but to have to have such a a big career in first of all starting lives mm-hmm. you know we'd start at playhouse 90 yeah at cbs and in matinee theater uh you know so so it was good training because yeah. I was going to be a serious, a serious stage actress. Right, and I then, I remember that you were then, doing a play. weren't you doing a play down in San Diego when they kind of after a bunch of interviews and things they offered you the job for Happy well, Days. What happened was I was I was doing, I was mostly doing plays in college and then at San Diego State University it is now mm-hmm. and, and I ran off I ran off and eloped. So I was 21, I was 21, but because I ran off and eloped, one of the people at the college said, uh, wait a minute, I'm taking you up to Hollywood right now. I, I have some connections. So she, she 
took me because I had run off and eloped, mm-hmm. and she took me on the on the train. And we went up to 20th Century Fox, and we met all these really nice people. Mm-hmm. And then we went home. And then she would call them up, and she would say, uh, uh, wh- "What are you going to do about Marion? She was like my agent. Can you imagine?" Yeah. So they said, "Well, they said, well." Uh, um, she should live up here. She should, uh, you know. So then, my young husband and everything. So what I did was I did move up to L.A. and learned how to get an agent mm-hmm. and how to do this stuff. And then the next thing I know, I'm auditioning at uh, Paramount. And then I got signed to a contract at Paramount. I was now... I was actually now 23. That was about seven-year contract, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. it was a seven-year contract. Mm-hmm. But it had it had options. Every year they would check out and see how you were doing, and I was the most serious young actress. Mm-hmm. And guess who was also there at the same time? Who's that? As me. The same age as me. Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> Audrey Hepburn. Oh, really? Yeah. I went right out. I want to get yeah, get a couple candy bars and kill myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Audrey Hepburn wasn't auditioning for that part, was she? No. Oh. She was there just coming from New York to do to do one of her great first movies that she did, you know. We'll look it up. We'll look it up. Yeah. So, but and she was absolutely gracious, but but that's all you need to do is to look at some competition like that, and you think, "Oh my God, yeah, tough, tough business, tough, mm-hmm. tough." It, it is a really tough business. I thought I was a concert promoter for thirty-seven years in L.A. and Orange County, and I, I had a couple opportunities to do some walk-ons and different things, but I just I was just too darn busy with rock and roll and country music at the time. But uh, I want to sure. talk about a few of the people that. That you you were in, in television shows and movies and things like that. You must have a collection of you and photos everywhere. Do you? I do. I do. Clark Gable. Oh yeah. I, I, because I I wanted to get into this movie with 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 Doris Day and Clark Gable, mm-hmm. and I asked the director, and he said, "Yes, you can. You can be this movie." So now here is Clark Gable. I tell you, I. Yeah. Couldn't, could not, you know, you get kind of, uh, you've met many, many famous people, and you can actually get used to it. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, very much so. I, I believe that. Not Clark Gable. Not Clark Gable. No, it's just, just thrilling, thrilling. Yeah. So, so, so that was, and, and, uh, then I was in airport mm-hmm. with Helen Hayes. Operation I, I Petticoat, too. Operation Petticoat. And that was Cary Grant I mean, toting Curtis. That's amazing. And and we went to the Virgin Islands and we shot that. Can you believe it? Oh so yeah. I've had I've had a wonderful career, but always being very cautious. Oh watching, yeah. Watching this business, thinking, uh oh, uh, uh, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do. Yeah. Don't. And you can yet, make mistakes. But that's how you, can, you become really famous, uh-huh. or as you do. You know, be a Marilyn Monroe, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? I, I didn't realize that you were on The Untouchables. It just Mannix. I saw that episode about four days right. ago with you in it. 
That was on uh, Me TV. That same episode. <laughs> I was just so surprised. There she is, you know. And uh, I just, I just was getting such a kick out of this. You even uh, did you have? You probably sat down and had lunch with even people like Charleston Heston because I know you were in secret of the oh, of the Incas. Yes, Charleston Heston was so so good to me. He was trying to look out for me because we had had the same professor. He had when. I had a professor in college, and he said, oh, that one time he had been the professor of Charlton Heston. Mm -hmm. So he said, I'll write a letter for you. I'll write her a letter. So Charlton Heston wrote back and said, oh, yes, indeed. Let me see if I can help you. Mm -hmm. if I can. So he was wonderful to me. Oh, wow. That was in San Diego you went to college, right? Yes, yeah, San Diego. It was then San Diego State. Yeah. It's now San Diego State University. How did you have time for all of these? You must have went from one studio to the next or one set to the next every day. It's, it's, just, it's well, just so amazing. There's many, many years involved. And we were working, you know, we were working all the time. Yeah. And I didn't have children. I was married for 10 years before mm -hmm. I had any children, you know. Uh-huh. So that and then And then I would just kind of... Uh, the children would just have to be worked in between things. And my children turned out so well because they could see how tough show business is. Oh, it's they tough. Yeah, it is tough. I it's, mean. it's not something easy, you know, you know. So it was like, wow, look out. It's hard. Yeah, it's really. Because half the time I would come home from the studio and I, the house would be full of little kids everywhere. I would just stand at the front door and scream, get out. Yeah, yeah. I sit here on my little blast from the past radio station show. I also have a TV show that's going to be airing on the History Channel in September called Blast from the Past. It's Blast from the Past Media, and uh -huh. that's a little television show and everything too. And I tried to explain to people, it's you know, it comes second nature to you when you're when you're like you in the television and movie industry it almost is second nature when you're when you're doing this year after year after year and it's hard for me to explain to people when i was doing all the big stars reba mcintyre george Strait, way back to marty robbins and uh -huh. then i booked for the whiskey a go-go and they say my god you met all those people and i said don't get excited uh, -huh. uh so and so uh -huh. was doing dishes two months ago you know <laughs> I, no, we, you 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 get rather used to meeting people. Yeah, you do. Except that once in a while there's somebody like Clark Gable, and you can't quite you know, you know. And I worked with Deborah Carr. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, and uh, many. I worked with many wonderful, wonderful well, people. Mine was music, and in, in the beginning it was country music, doing concerts and things. And the oh, person, really. Yeah, the person that really shook my boots, and I cleaned that up real well for you, Marion. I really shook my boots was Marty Robbins. That man, oh. the guy that did Devil See, Woman not, and all and that. I'm, and I'm not, I'm not so familiar with that name. Well, Isn't that something? He was kind of the Elvis Presley of the country music set at that time. He was just See, amazing. I was not, I was not a country music fan. You were busy. Well, I'm from Minnesota. My mother was a Canadian. I, I guess, you know, for some reason, I didn't get into the country yeah. music stuff. Well, that's what yeah. I was going to ask you, too. What did your parents do? Were they in the industry a little bit, music or movies or TV or anything? No, excepting that my mother was a Canadian from northern Saskatchewan, wheat farmers up there, and she was trained to be a young teacher, and she was always 
saying you can be whatever you want. The world is open to you. You can go and be. And so that was the personality. And I have a lot of her personality, too. Yeah. So that was I was the middle child. So I thought, well, I will, Mama. I will do that for you. You know, I'll be all that. Wow. But she was always very, in fact, when we first came to California, I was like 15, 16, coming on the train. The war is over. World War II. Remember that war? Mm, and that was vaguely. over. Now we're, coming, now we're coming on the train. And people would say, don't pay attention to Marion. She's going to be an actress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But that's probably the truth. Yeah. Because I had, you know, by that time... I had a Minnesota accent, but I was trying to get rid of that. Mm -hmm. You know, a, a real nice accent, you know, Middle West, you know. So so that's why she said, don't pay attention to Marion. She's going to be an actress, right? Yeah. It's probably half the time I had an English accent. You know? Yeah, you tend to drift back and forth once in a while, probably even still today. Uh, yes. Things are... Uh, Anyway, you know what? My my uh, listeners are probably going to get real upset because I kind of step-sided happy days. And, of course, that's what they all remember you by. But I wanted to touch a little bit of, that you just were not just only on happy days. I mean, you had quite a career. Amazing. But, you know, we had – you know what was wonderful about happy days? We had a softball team. Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk to you about that. And they got the – the Fonz to do all the pitching because he was raised in New York City and he didn't, never played baseball in yeah. his life as a boy. So they said, Ron, uh, look at Henry. R Ron is a very good ball player, but he mm -hmm. said, Henry, look, at, we're going to train you to be the pitcher. Okay? Okay. So the, our baseball team, Gary Marshall, that team meant so much to him. We played all over the United States. Uh -huh. We even played in Europe. In, and then at the end of the whole season, after 10 bloody years, the last thing, we went to Okinawa and played softball with the U.S. You Marines. played against the Marines, didn't you? Can you believe it? Can yeah. you believe it? Yeah. I, I so, went to three of your games. I, you? I, went to, I have a, a softball signed by you and everyone and a couple of people I didn't recognize their name, uh, but they were probably the producer, uh -huh. director, or whatever. But every one of your signatures are on that ball, and I still have that today because that was a oh. highlight of my life. Oh, good. Oh, how wonderful. And we would go into the stands and we would meet people, you mm -hmm. know, because G Gary Marshall would say, would say, get out there and meet the people, meet the people, you mm -hmm. know, because then they – they kept us going for 10 years. Oh, yeah. Well, you, that was a part of your promotional deal package, wasn't it? Was to get out there and get known, meet the people, uh, greet really, them? It really was. And it was a way of keeping the team together and the writers. You couldn't be a writer on Happy Days if you couldn't hit, you know. So but it kept it, – it was a wonderful device. I knew you guys were one of the first ones to do that, but even Taxi – they had a baseball team, and, and there were several other television shows that had their own uh -huh. softball team. It was great. Uh -huh. I went to every – was. I'm the only one that stayed sober out of that whole Hollywood area in the rock and roll music industry because I was day and night, believe me. I was up in the morning, and I was off to hear private parties, jam sessions, booking the whiskey, bus, booking for Tommy Thomas out oh. at the Palomino Club in North Hollywood, uh -oh. and I just ran everywhere. Even Chris Mancini was a good friend, Henry, Henry Mancini's son, 
and I went to those oh, parties. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah, I just oh, I had a blast. Um, I've stayed pretty darn straight too, and that's amazing for somebody living in that type of a career. But uh, yes, it was, it was highly risky times, wasn't yeah. it? I oh, think so. oh yeah. Yeah. So how how do you and Henry Winkler still get along today? We're just so close. We're such good friends. Now I'm not calling anybody right now because we're in the pan chronic, you know, chrono panic uh-huh. thing here. We're leaving each other all alone. But he's he's been a, such a good friend to me. Yeah. Oh, and Ron, Ron is usually radio in the East Coast somewhere, but he is close. Also, we're close uh-huh. because I think the I think the softball team was the one thing that that brought us mostly together. That really. was a bond, wasn't it? That that really binded yeah, everybody was. together, rather than just do yeah. the show and go home. You know. No, because I. I could, I could hit good, but but so what, once if I could just I couldn't feel very good. Mm-hmm. I couldn't catch it. I couldn't, but I could I could hit. And so when when I could hit a little bit and get on first base, oh, and what I would do is I would run with my arms up so that they didn't want to hit that nice old lady, you know. So they, they yeah. <laughs> Oh, you could get they hurt even over. playing softball. So they would overshoot, and they wouldn't hit me. Yeah. And then I, once I got on, the boys could get me in, see? Wow. That must have been fun. I understand a guy. I haven't seen Larry Storch in a long, probably 20 years, but oh. we used to run around, and I understand you guys are still friends. Oh, he's a very good friend, but he lives in New York City. Yeah. And, How did he end up there, from doing F Troop to New York City? Oh, because he that's uh, he is a New Yorker kind of guy. Yeah. So he always loved New York, and he had a he has a beautiful apartment in New York City. And what he would do, I don't think he does it anymore. He would get his saxophone and he would go out and go to the park and play his saxophone. <laughs> and he walked. Out. He was just an absolutely wonderful friend. Oh my god! I, I I I'm one of these people that you can say something and I can visualize this in my head. And knowing Larry Storch and a saxophone in the park, I can picture that. Really, I can actually see yeah. that. Um, no, and he and he loves he loves all kind of down and out people in the street. He waved. He would wave and talk to everybody in the street. Yeah. You know, they all, wow. And and he was a really wonderful friend yeah i guess i guess we're showing our age because we keep going back to the other ones abe bagoda knew my father real well too and you knew abe abe bagoda i I loved abe bagoda i loved him yeah he was a good guy and i understand you were friends yeah so i mean we probably came within five feet of each other 20 times but it just never happened you know but uh we'll go back (laughs) to happy days i got a little text on my phone here i kind of looked at Go back to happy days because she's so you are exciting to one of my listeners. It's just that they're excited to listen to you and and hear you on the radio and to know and to know that you're doing just fine. We're all just getting by this thing. It's horrible. This virus is really, really bad. But just everybody try work hard and we'll get through it. So outside here. Yeah. yeah. Well, yep. You just the fresh air will do you nothing but good. But anyway, let's go back to happy days. Tom Bosley. Uh, was everything everything was a little tight in the beginning or anything? I think he wanted Farrah Fawcett oh. and he didn't get her. Yeah. But <laughs> oh, I think <laughs> I, I think that was a little jealousy or something. But 
But I know well, Tom was, he yeah. ended up being a heck of a nice guy, didn't he? Well, he did, but it took, it took I would say, about three years oh, for really? him to get to like me. Yeah. He well, said, don't touch, don't touch me. Yeah, I, that's why I, I use that. I use that gag line. I think he wanted Farrah Fawcett, and he was a little disappointed or something. But, yeah, but anyway, right. but, but yeah, <laughs> but it ended up being terrific. And I, you know what? I noticed this, and I'm sure everybody else do did. Um, you just kind of lit up when Henry Winkler walked on set. It's just like well, everything we turned were, to him. Yes. It was, yes. He, well, and look, it was amazing how he was able to walk off and take that show and put it in his pocket and just, you know, the, the audience just adored him. Yeah, it he, was amazing. He did put amazing. that show in his pocket, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He, Are you watching his new show, Barry? Yes, I am. Yes, I I am. Not yeah. bad at all. Pretty darn good, huh? I think it's pretty darn good indeed. Yeah. Yeah, I just so, uh, God bless him. Yeah, here here again I'm 75 and this is kind of my last who I'm doing the television show um Blast from the Past on <laughs> Blast from the Past Media on YouTube right now but and then this radio show but this is kind of my last who I'm going to retire real soon. Well, 75 is pretty young, I think, sweetheart. Honestly. Really? Think about it. Oh, I I think so. I I I, it's funny. I met a wonderful man when I was sixty-five. Sixty-five. Way back and we then. We were together. Yeah, right then. So uh-huh. and so that that was very important to me. But so and then we and then we didn't pay any attention to how old we were. Mm-hmm. You, I think. Let's. Can we? I. Well, can't you go another ten years? And you be eighty-five. I think you can, darling. Mm-hmm. Are you taking your Are you taking your vitamins? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I then I think we get another ten years out of you. You think so? Oh, absolutely. I don't know. I I feel like an old pair of shoes, but I'll live through this. And just for you, I'm going to stick it out another <laughs> ten years. All right. All right. Just I, all right. I, I, when somebody says, "Aren't you done yet?" I'm going to say, "No." I told Marion Ross know. that I'd I'd stick we're, it out another ten years this. at least. So yeah. anyway. Uh, <laughs> Did you now? I know in the process of shooting television shows and things like that, things are always set in stages. And some days that they're shooting this or this, you don't even go to the set because you're not involved with that. Now, when they had Susie Quantro for Leather Tuscadero and Roz Kelly yeah, as Pinky, yeah. were you there? I worked with her. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, because great! Our show, our show, we did it live in front of an audience, so we had to be there at. at most of the time. Yeah. So, oh, that's you know, right. You went to live was, after a short yeah. time, didn't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. we were we were together all the time. Yeah. No, Susie Quattro. What a heck of a career that is. I know. I wonder what she's doing now. I um, I yeah. don't know. I'm going to have to I, look it up, but I understand she's still I, doing concerts. Oh, I, I bet she is. I, I bet she is. Yeah. Uh, I talked to Roz Kelly the other day, who played Pinky. Oh, uh, tell me about Rod. Well, she tell said me. she's just doing a hundred percent fine and staying home like everybody else is. And I'm I'm is having she okay. Is oh, she, yeah, she feel okay. Yeah, she's still. Oh. I'm well. When people tell you I'm just doing fine, and somebody says, "Well, how are you?" Do you always jump in and say, "Well, my feet really no. hurt," 
you know, and I've got this pain in my back over here. But so if you've got an hour, I'll tell you all the rest. No, we always say we're doing just fine. But for for a man my age with the conditions that I have, I'm actually I take a look around and I see somebody in a in a walker or in a wheelchair and things and go, okay, I've got it pretty good. I'm all right. And I hope you feel the same way, too, because there's always there's always somebody worse than we are. Always. No, Roz, Roz Kelly was a very talented girl. Oh, yeah. she was. Yes, she yeah. was. Um, made a great girlfriend for the Fonz, wasn't it? That was a great girlfriend. Right. Just kind of fit there. But uh, but, but as I ta- when I talked to her, she said uh, she gave me a little clue that right now I'm having a little bit of trouble here in the last couple of weeks of having someone to call in. And I bless you for your call in. Actually, we called you, but it was still a call in. Um, people uh-huh. are, they're really not, well, can't we do this in a few weeks when this thing is over? They got us so upset. We don't know what we're doing. We're kind of twisting in the wind. And, uh, no, I don't pay any attention to the details of this. No. Yeah. I try I'll to avoid it. I sometimes okay. I'll turn off the TV. I, when I had enough, I've had enough, you know? Yeah. But, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So tell me more about, did, there was a story and someone told me this about when you married Gavin McLeod on the love boat, was there a, a a costume thing that you had to come up with or something like that for that show? Well, I, I, I said, we want you to come down the aisle in a wedding, a, a big wedding dress. Mm-hmm. I said, really? I'd never, I'd never had a big wedding dress ever because when I, Got married. I eloped. I ran off, and I was wearing my skirt and sweater from college. Yeah. (laughs) Well, here's your chance, right? No. So this is a chance. So I go to the wedding store. Mm -hmm. It's very fancy. Very fancy. It was very complicated. Now I got a big wedding dress. I tell you, and I'm trying to think of who the actress who was playing the wedding coordinator. Oh my God! I can't. Can't think of her name right now, but she we, she almost went down the aisle with us. You know, <laughs> that's kind of funny. It wasn't now when you when you start talking about certain things, your memory just keeps clicking more and more messages in there about the past and everything else. I understand yeah. in that episode, and I I think her name was Patty, and that was Gavin McLeod's wife was that's there right. on set. Patty. Patty McLeod, yeah, but yeah. she was not in the show, no. Was she a photographer but, or something? She had Renee, something, I'll a reason. You, the wedding coordinator was Renee Taylor. See, it does come back, huh? You know Renee Taylor? Yes, yeah? I do. Yes, I do. And she's very dominant, very, you know. Is she still alive? Dominant. Do you know if she's still alive? Hello? Did we lose our connection? We're going to dial you right back, okay? You know, you're when you're lost dealing... I you for a minute. There... I think I lost you Oh, for a I did lose you for almost two minutes. Oh, oh my right. goodness. Now I got you back. I... Okay. And you're beautifully clear. You sound like a 23-year-old on a Saturday night. You're just well, that terrific. that is me. That's me. Yeah. Well, I've had a wonderful time talking to you, darling. Oh, I've had... <laughs> you are the best, Okay. Okay. Okay, darling. You take care. All right. You take care, sweetie. Have a beautiful evening. Wonderful talking to you. Good night. Bye. Okay. That was Marion Ross. I had a really good time. I hope you did, too. You learned a lot. I learned a lot. Just really a great person. Um, We're going to do one more little.
thing here, and then we're going to take a break. Are you ready for this? Sunny with highs near 97. I'm Rob Hansen. This is Case Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend comes, my cycle hums. Ready to race to you. These days are all happy Sky, hello blue. There's nothing can hold me when I hold you. Feels so right, it can't be wrong. Rocking and rolling all week long. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. Saturday, what a day. from the past with Tom Reinhardt. 